This is a true story. To find out what happens, what happens? when people stop being polite. Start getting. <laughs> I want to welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to another episode of The Real World. And I got my main man, the guy with the eye. Uh, he goes by the name of Jive Shot. Um, I want to call him a Jive Turkey, but because I don't want him to beat me up because of that, uh, I got my man Jeremy in the building. Rel, 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 Rel. I sort of feel like that's the Donda chat. Rel. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. already doing it, yeah. Yeah, no, it's a part of culture. It's part of the culture. So, um, today I wanted to have something, uh, we sort of spoke offline, um, where I wanted to sort of tailor this around creatives, and certainly there was a major creative that dropped, or I'd say a surprise album on Sunday that became a thing. Um, so while I'd love for us to certainly discuss Donda, I also want to cer- certainly talk about your journey and kind Man. of... I know, right? Uh, discussing why you're like that guy as a photographer. Um, I tend to refer all of my people to you. All of my amazing shots across Instagram have been done by you. Uh, oh, the words are so nice. No, nah, you, you, you always looked out, bro. Um, he took one of my real world hats and I've never seen it again. Uh, but yeah, th- this is really my guy. Um, I paid $60 for dojo like hoodies. Hey, support, baby. There's more of them. Anybody wants them. TheDojoStudios.com. Before we get started, bro, uh, can you tell people how to find you? Yeah, man. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Jive.Shot. Um, you can find me on the internets uh, at JiveShot.com. That's J-I-V-E-S-H-O-T.com. Um, and you find me in the streets. You know, it's where, uh, it's where I'm from. You are not from the streets. You I am. From, from the I was going to say, you are from, like, literally northern New York. The woods. I'm from the woods. Okay. Yeah. But there's streets that go through woods. We call them meandering roads. So that's where I'm from. You hear this guy, right? Uh, he's always been a character. Um, let's sort of break down Donda first. Damn, I thought uh, we were talking about an artist's journey. But yeah, let's yeah, talk nah, about Yeah, nah. We'll get into that. <laughs> we'll get but that. We'll, we'll get this kind of over with, and then we can get into stuff about you. I don't know that it gets over. I don't know you get over Donda. Like... Donda is what is Donda? I I don't think we know, man. And this this is not this isn't me being like a hot take, but I, I do have a couple hot takes for your show because what would it be without it? But like Donda, I think you I think we need ten years. I think we need ten years to really look at Donda and see what it is. I think it's better than we know. Did you think that we needed ten years to understand my dark twisted beautiful fantasy? A year ago. Kanye was supporting Trump, so I think we need time to really understand what Kanye does and everything. But no, um, do we need time for dark and twisted fantasy? No, I, I needed time for 808s. I think when 808s came out, I don't know that the first time I listened to it, I was like, "This is it." But after a while, I was like, "I get it." No, it hit me instantly. Mm-hmm. You know, um, music is just about feelings, and like I felt something for 808s. But I, th- I think from like. I think from like a, an artist's perspective, I think that Donda is something that we really don't understand yet. Even from the standpoint of like, he came out with the device that like the stem player that allows you to break down Donda into all the stems and like mess with each one independently. You saw that? No, I have not seen that. Pull it up. So the thing that's awesome about it is it's a platform, right? It's not, a, it's not something that's made for his song. It's, it's, a, it's a device that works with any song. Okay. So like, that's not even a part of this release right now. Like, let's only think about it in in the in regards to it just being like a piece of work in the music and maybe the rollout, and that's a part of it. Like, but, obviously, but, but I think it's I think it's one and the same. Like, we're looking at a CD that has that's not tethered to any features, but then you go and you look at the features and look at songs where there's no features. Like, there's purpose for that, right? Like, there's purpose that there's three th- three songs that nobody else is on. And, like, we can look at those songs, we can look at the lyrics and names and the intention, but, like, I think he purposely is like, no, this is going to be my song, right? And even the fact that there's no features on it, I think it makes us look at an album differently. Like, there's no lyrics on it. It makes you listen and interact with the CD. But there's, is it his song if he didn't write it? What's that? Is it his song if he didn't write it? 
So like the writer is a feature? Okay, sure. But every song is like that. I, I don't know. I just I look at it and I think like I think we're going to get feedback from from Kanye on the process of this, and I'd be even curious to see how he puts that self critique out. But I so I you're expecting I, a Netflix special. He was in Mercedes Benz Stadium for a month. Yes, I, I expect a Netflix special. Like he had Marilyn Manson and the baby, and how, yeah, I expect a Netflix special. Like he's uncancelable. Like he has a dude that ha- is going through like the worst allegations, in my opinion, as a parent. And he has a he has a dude that's just been canceled by everybody this summer, and like nobody bats an eye that like he features them on a CD. Like his record company tries to get that song taken down, it's not taken down right now. So like I, I look at Kanye, I'm like from an artist perspective, I think this is like one of the biggest things he's done. Like he's worth 1.8 billion dollars, and like we were just talking about how he's a billionaire. He made, like, from a business perspective, he turned the, turned the spectacle of a release into, like, something that everybody participated in, in one way or another. But he's also, he's always done that. You remember the rollout for Yeezus? Yep. Where he was essentially blasting music videos off of the side of, like, churches and different things? Yep. Like, that was a thing. Yep. So he's always sort of had this... Great. Uh, did, yeah. did, look, unless Drake remakes the house that he made when he was in... In, in a wheelchair on a Disney show, like, or that Canadian brought CBS, like, until he remakes that house and puts it in the middle of, like, Air Canada, I don't want to hear shit from anybody. Like, kind of remade his childhood house and put it in, in Soldier Stadium and sold that shit out. Yeah, that doesn't make it a... That's all great for moments. Like, doesn't 14, necessarily $14 make the million dollars mu- in streaming. Yeah, it doesn't mean that the music is amazing. But it, and, and, but, but it is. Here's why, like, here's why I argue <laughs> but, against but it. it is. Here's my hot take. Yeah, probably hot the only one that I'll oh have. Oh, Lord. Let's go. This is the album that Christian rap has always wanted. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think that we realize that that's what it is right now. Oh, you absolutely hear that from song two. Yeah, I think you hear it in every single song. You do. But that's what I'm saying. Like, no. it hits you immediately. If it wasn't for, like, you know, his mom <laughs> chanting, the next thing, you, that hits you in sort of, like, the spirituality of the album immediately in the face. Yeah. The fact that we have uh, rappers like Griselda, albeit getting, like, uh, blurred out, like, no one's cursing on the album. I <laughs> think all of these things are certainly intentional, which is why I'm like, it is probably the Christian album that, like, my college roommate, who's now a pastor, has always been trying to get me to listen to. Yeah. And, you know, instead of, like, whatever corny stuff that they were coming out when we were in school, this would be the album that they pushed. This is something that my mom would listen to and wouldn't necessarily bat an eye. I don't know if I'm signing up for this version of Ye. Oh, man. Okay. Go on. I'll listen to it. So, I'm all about spiritual growth. And I would never tell somebody that they shouldn't sort of make things in the moment or do things that they feel. That's just not what I want to hear from him. It's mm. the same way I didn't want to go to see go to Mason Bethes Church in Atlanta when that was a thing. I didn't want to go and be a part of the Pastor Mace experience. I never went to do like the Kanye Sunday service thing when that was a thing. Yeah. I never listened to Kanye's Jesus is King. Ooh. Okay. Like because that's not like what I associate with now to you know, granted most of the people that I'll listen to in terms of gospel music, like it's more ballady. You you hear like the old school sort of thing. Like sure. that's more for me. Yeah, I've even had rap songs where you know, frankly, like I love it when they talk about God. The first one that comes to mind, and I think it's like the greatest rap song about religion in the history of rap. It's a Scarface song off of the Fix. So with him and Faith, amazing song, absolutely amazing song. I don't know if I could do an album of that from Scarface, if that makes sense. So it does make sense, right? <clears throat> and I, this is where you're gonna cut some stuff after the fact. Maybe, maybe not. If you're if you're talking the truth, bro, like I'm not. I like I'm talking more about dead time. I'm thinking. To to me, it's like the platform that you have and what you do with it, right? And I think that you look at someone like Kanye and like who knows what's going on in his personal life or like Kim or whatever, but like. He's a he's a billionaire about to be a multi billionaire. He's married to a billionaire, and and this is a kid that came from nothing, right? So it's not like he went to private school and and was produced into being something. Like he literally made beats, made his own way, yeah, paid his own made. way, and and changed culture. So I think the thing that's so cool about this CD is 
as someone who like grew up and like matured with his music. I think I'm at a point now where it's like I I I appreciate listening to something that makes me feel good. So not even like, you know, good music, feel good music, like something that like this the subconscious of what I'm listening to is like reinforcing things that I want to live out in my everyday life, right? So I don't even think that I realized that there wasn't swearing on the CD. Like until you said it, I'm sitting here and I'm like, no, there was swearing. And like, but there wasn't, right? No. Um, and I, I would just go back to like, I think that what he's doing for our culture like is going to be something that we will see in 10 years. Because we've had people that came out and rap, like Chance the Rapper is a Christian rapper, right? I think that he had a lane, a lot of people mess with him, a lot of people like him, I like him, but like he doesn't, he's not, he's not Kanye. So Chance the Rapper is also whack. Can we finally admit that? <laughs> no, I'm not going to admit that. I, I think he's a terrible rapper. Uh, I mean, opinions. Like, I'm... I'm sorry. Like I've never liked it. Like color and book people told me all of these things were great. Yeah. You know. Him uh when he was on Life of Pablo, no. Chance the rapper never did it for me. And I don't mean I don't mean that disrespectfully. I'm I, I love to see anybody sort of make it and do their thing. Yeah. He was just never my cup of tea. I don't know a single person that ever bought the three hat. I never saw the three hats. Like I just not a chance to rapper fan. Yeah. I mean Iverson owns the number three, but that, that's a different conversation. Agree with you. Agree yeah. with you. I don't know. I think for for me and the, for me the Kanye C D like it comes down to like praise Lord. Like you have you have a song that's damn near as long as his last album. And I think that you listen to it and you get caught up in the beat and you get caught up in the production and all that stuff sounds good and it sounds a lot better on the final CD than it did the leak CD. But you you have people talking about the things that take our community and drag it down. And I think the in, in typical hip hop, even early Kanye, a lot of that stuff is a lot of the things that drag our community down are celebrated. So I I look at this CD and it's like you are you are forcing people because of the platform that you have to to a listen to your music and that might be people that you've picked up as followers over the last year, um, and then b like you're you're making something that is uplifting our community and like so much of the music doesn't do that so and then I think that it's awesome like the whole the whole CD I think is dope I love the fact that he has different versions of songs because I think it allows him to connect to different like different generations you know you, you don't think that having a, a version with Jay-Z and then a version with uh, uh, the baby takes a song and makes it resonate for two different groups in a different way no why um because I don't need to do that with one song like it, that, that essentially makes it a remix like and a remix is cool like they we haven't we haven't seen a remix you know in a traditional sense the way that we love them that have been sort of hot and for forever because there's really no replay value in music anymore the same way. Like sure. when we grew up, a song would breathe on the radio for six months, nine months if you had a hit, a year if you're Michael Jackson. Sure. Now you got two weeks. If you're if you're yeah, you have a week. Yeah, because Drake's coming <laughs> this week. Coming so this week. Yeah. unless you have something that stays in the lexicon or something that's like right on top of everything and you always hear it, it's hard for that to certainly like match that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to think that I'd like to think that people will certainly ingest it. But my problem is that with a runtime of what an hour and forty five minutes, the collective like conscious of people, they're no longer able to digest music in that way anymore. Like Ye did this himself, where he turned around and had a twenty five minute album because people don't have attention spans. Because again. Things don't stay hot forever. There's so much turn. Like the ease of entry is so like low at this point. Everyone puts out music, whether it's low quality, high quality. We can debate all of that. But what we can't debate is that like things just don't seem to last long anymore. Like I'm shocked that uh, what's my man that uh, Wizkid song basically became the song of the summer within like the last two weeks. Like. We weren't really rocking that at the beginning of the summer. Now it's picked up steam. It's on everybody's social media stuff. And it's kind of caught on because of TikTok and Instagram. Mm-hmm. But what is that for Kanye? Like, because there's the songs are so long, how are you going to have that bite? Now, I think where his stuff lasts is like the spectacle and the experience of it. Going to a listening party is an experience. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going to think of. I don't know if we're going to remember the music the same way we do the spectacle of it. 
Maybe I'm a homer, man, because I just sit here. I probably listened to the CD three times today. And not not even because I, I meant to. It just, I think it repeated, and I was like, I'll listen to it again. Yeah, I know you're a fan. Like, when yeah. we were shooting, yeah, when we were shooting photos, like, what, last weekend or a week before? That's like, what that's, what you were, that's what you were playing, and but, I get it. Like, but then my brother, my brother is 12 years younger than me, right? And he hits me today, because, I mean, like, he's the same kid that moved out to L.A. and told me for the last eight years that... Nipsey Hustle was great, and, and I started listening to him like way too late, right? But he's a, he's a different generation. He hits me today. He's like, "This city's hard," and I, I look at our generation. We grew like we literally were going to college during college dropout. We were graduating like with graduation, all this kind of stuff. At least you know I did. <laughs> I saw Kanye's first. Well, I won't say first, but he had a concert here in a club that was super famous in the basement before college dropout dropped. And I thought it was amazing. Like, I rocked with him heavy at yeah. that point. Um, so I've been along for the journey because, uh, to your point, like, we were in college when he started to make a name for himself. So, like, I've been along with the journey the entire way that he's sort of gone and seen the growth as well. Yeah. And, again, that's why I'm not knocking it. Like, this isn't where, you know, I hated Ye. Like, the album Ye really turned me off and maybe that was because that was around the time when he was heavily in the Trump and you know like the make America great stuff but I gave it a listen and I'm not saying that the music's bad because it's not I I just can't wrap my mind around wanting that from him and th- and this much like ingesting that much of it all, all these things like I, I hear it right but like who, who are we to expect something from someone else Right, like who? Who are we to be like? I I don't want to hear this from him because who? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, hold on. First question: Is it fair? Is it fair for us to be like? Ah, I didn't want this from him. Who'd you want this from? Because if we got this from someone else, would you hear it? Not in that way. No. no. To your point, no. No. And I think the the more important thing, like, and th- this is coming from me, like being a father. This is coming from me, like really understanding like the power that words have like this is coming from me like understanding like the difference how I feel after I listen to like a song that's about like tearing our community apart versus listening to a Travis Green song about how intentional God is in our life right like I think the fact that we can get this from something that is going to reach so many people like regardless of how we want to receive it I think the power and what the message is and the power and how he's using his platform is is amazing because I don't like I'll sit here and ask but like who has intentionally tried to like build our community with these kinds these kinds of messages and has been able to do it to the scope where like we're going to be sitting on the street and you're going to hear someone that would have been listening to (sighs) name name the artist that's probably talking about one of three things right but instead of hearing that like we're hearing this coming from from cars like I, I just to me like you have a platform to do so much good and you want and you purposely are trying to do something that that's so powerful that the first thing people say is i didn't want that from you who are we to expect something from someone else that's a fair point i think that um yeah, that's a really fair point uh i really think that if it wasn't for sort of like the pitfalls maybe that he's had with the things that I, you know, frankly just didn't believe in, I may be in a space where I would be more receptive to it. And what things are those? Uh, the Trump support was a really big one for me. Yeah, like, it was I, for a lot of people. Some, <laughs> some people sold all of their Yeezys. I did, only, yeah. Only I, to I buy did. a few of them back. I did. I, I was that person. <laughs> I completely canceled him at that point. Ooh, cancel culture is really toxic. I, I drank the Kool-Aid. But... I digress. Um, I think that life is certainly a journey. None of us are perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never thought that he was a bad person. Hell, truthfully speaking, I've met Kanye West in person. Damn. Name drop. De- yeah, deadass. Like, <laughs> 2007 at the... Um, I met him in LA at the... Uh, what is the name of the hotel? Ace of Clubs? No. This is like one of these spots that's just basically (laughs) in LA. We are like basically poolside. Kanye is there by himself with a young lady. There's no security. None of this shit. This is before um, graduation dropped. But like, you know. So you you were living in LA at this point? I was. Okay. But like all of this is bubbling and you know, can't tell me nothing is on the radio and it's banging and everybody's listening to it. 
I reached, I, I reached out to him and said like, hey, really love your music, man. Keep going. You are doing your thing. Super humble and gracious. And he was like, yo, thank you for saying that. Like, you know, like that stuff really matters. It's really important. Like you love hearing feedback from people, you know, gave him a dap. He went on about his business with the young lady. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to stop to talk to me for a couple of seconds. He was literally at the table right next to me. So that's why I spoke to him. I was just like, yo, like you're right here. You're Kanye West. Yo, what up? Like, that's what I was thinking. The Roosevelt Hotel. That's what I couldn't remember. Okay. But so full circle, I'm not mad that he's made pitfalls or had, you know, certainly mistakes. I just know that when we talk about people sort of saving lives or how things can positively impact it and influence it, that MAGA shit that he was on was really bad. And that really negatively affected stuff. And people really, because of his platform, sort of invested in that and listened to that. And that's why I'm like, it's cool that you're elevating to a different level and a higher plane. But ooh, from like sort of what you did with your platform before, like it's hard for me to hear it that way. Yeah, I mean, like I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna sit here and apologize for Kanye supporting Trump. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure I didn't listen to him for a while after that either. Um, but, but in the same sense, right? Like I think we look at something like. Um, like praise the Lord, and you have you have someone like Larry Hoover Jr.'s son coming on talking about. I think you have his son coming in and talking about how there's generations of his family that that didn't know his father, and I think we can break down like how that extrapolates to that whole song and that saga or like, whatever we want to call like a twelve minute rap song. Um, yeah, nobody's rapping for twelve minutes other than Joe Butter. <laughs> and it's a podcast, but. <laughs> But I, but I think in the same sense, like what it's what you do with your platform. Like he chose he chose to use his platform to to try to get someone pardoned, right? Is that what that was about? I don't know. You tell me. I have no idea. I'm not really up on like the as much as I'd love to say like my gangster culture. Like I've heard of Larry Hoover because it's of course like Rick Ross and different people, but I didn't know that he was still in jail. And I I sort of assume like everybody else, like a lot of these people are probably never getting out. Yeah. Which I'm, I, I mean, like when you, when there's, and and again, like I'm not, I'm not up on everything, so like we don't even need to go into the details of it. But I think that like we live in a society where we deem who's good and bad by who's in jail and who's not in jail. And I think there's a lot of people that aren't in jail that probably should be, but because of money they're not. And I think there's a lot of people that are in jail that if they were selling the shit they sold 15 years ago would be just millionaires at this point because they wouldn't be breaking the law. So, so, yeah, I was going to say, I'm sort of anti, like, uh, I don't think a lot of things should be criminalized in the way that they are. I'm very against sending a lot of different people to jail for stuff. Like, yeah, we, we, we should be. But, I, but I, again, like, I go back to, like, culture and I go back to, like, what, what we have as, um, like, when you think about juvenile, what do you think about? Back that ass up. Thank you. And and who's running around the stage, Lil John? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so. Well, now they have vaxxed that thing up. Like, did you hear? Like, I, how much yeah, did they I, pay them for that? I, too, probably too. It was probably some government grant, and and Biden probably gave them a lot of money. Yeah. But I guess what I go to is like I I love the fact that like when my kids think of Kanye, like maybe they think of this Kanye. You know what I mean? Like maybe. The, I just think that's really cool. I think it's really cool that you can like, you can grow, you can grow into your art. Your art can grow. I think that's really cool. I think that it's cool because none of this shit is the same, right? Like when when the leak came out, what did people say? When the leak came out, people were like, yo, I love this CD because it reminds me of, it reminds me of Dropout and it reminds me of 808s and there's this song that reminds me of that. And some of that's just you hear Kanye and you're gonna react whichever way you do, right? To be fair, right? Kanye sort of always had this in him. Like he was the person that kept on pushing Jesus Walks to be a single. Yeah. That was always on his demo tape. Yeah. So I mean, he's always had this in him, and certainly, like again, why I've been willing to listen. But what? I don't know if this is what we we're, we're gonna remember Kanye for, or even your kids. And even if your kids listen to it, like yeah. Again, like I think we go to more of the the poppy stuff or the stuff that we really liked and resonated, like the Good Life. That just made us feel good in that time period. That's something that we will remember him for. Mm-hmm. I can't say that a single track that I listen to on that is going to be something like, if I'm honest, in the next couple of years that I'm going to really like play out again. 
Like, there are certain tracks from Kanye that I tore up. Diamonds from Sierra Leone. Mm. That remix, I burned up. Mm. I played that to this day. All like the lights. You know what I'm saying? Like, there you Killed go. It. Yeah. Flashing Lights was a song Dude, that, like, I sing all, at every all, karaoke. All, all Falls Down is literally still as good as the day it came out. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if this album had that. And that's okay because you don't have to be the same. Like... Like, was it Jada said it? Like, if you want the old Jay, buy the old albums. I completely understand that. And it's perfectly fine for him to move in a new space and direction. I, I think the other thing that's cool is like, so so you, you, so you don't like Chance, whatever. But you take someone like Chance, and I think one of the things that's cool about him is he, he proved that there was a space for that kind of music. Like, the truth, the, the Christian rapper at a, at a Philly, right? Like... In the Christian circuit, he was really big, but I don't think at that time there was a place for like this this mass of Christian rap. Like it was it was like oil and water. The shit didn't really mix together, right? And I think we see people like Chance who like are like, no, like you can do this, you can do it mainstream, but like it really needs to be your lane. Like you you can't like divert from this lane, right? I again, I think there's a lot of value in the fact that Kanye is going to take this multi-billion-dollar platform and be like, no, like I'm going to solidify and, and preach this because it, it does something for us. Like we can listen to it; it's good. But I think it also proves to like all these record companies that like there's there is a demand where people will 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 stream this, where people will listen to it, where people will flock to it, and like. The same way that this man made wearing a pink polo kind of cool. <laughs> I mean, Kirk, Fra- Kirk Franklin and the family went platinum. Like, there's always been But that's different. That, that's, that's completely different. How? It's a different genre of music. I, look, I, I legitimately listen to this as a gospel album. Like I said, Christian rap still gospel to me. Like, you don't sing, but like... It's under the genre of gospel. Man, they have no yay beats on their shit. Kirk Franklin had no yay beats. No, of course. You didn't have like the, the <laughs> snare drum. I get that. Like this has a different bop to it. Like the samples and stuff that he pulls from. I understand all of that. I, I think the same way the same way that we see the same same way that we see these little six foot high school kids taking thirty five foot shots because like it's not abnormal. Like I think that this album is gonna inspire people to make music like this and it's not gonna be abnormal. So I'm not sitting here. That so you're expecting Trey Young's to come out of this? There's a Trey Young somewhere that's going to listen to this CD and be like, "Yeah, I can do this, right?" I, like, l- get back to the device. Like, the fact that you're making an album for people to interact with your to interact with your music. Like, we talk about how your art is like this living experience, and I think we talk about that in any method, right? Like, I as a photographer, like it is my job to tell stories, like. And how do I get really good at telling stories? It's how you interact with your subject, right? How you understand who they are, where their place is, what their energy is, how they communicate, how they express, like all this kind of stuff. And then you wrap that up into a picture that someone can see and get all of these, all of these, all the other five senses from this picture, right? Like how you connect with somebody through their eyes or through where they're looking, all this kind of stuff. But it's all about living the experience of interacting with that art. And I think what's really cool about this CD is from the listening parties that he had to the streaming services that he had on Apple to the multiple releases to the to the leak to the quote unquote leak to building a house in a stadium like Drake can come out on the third. That's cool. And I'm sure the shit is going to be all over the radio because when the industry told him to shut up and not bury people, he listened and did so and, and, and acted accordingly. But he's not the spectacle that Kanye is, right? Like, like tell tell me people that like reach the spectacle level and like real conversation, like Jordan and China, like Kobe and China, like Jordan here. But I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah, like Jordan for those China Olympics or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, Prince. Like, like who who else like is at that level? Beyonce, Beyonce, Michael Jackson, Jay-Z. it's some people. No, Jay's not there. You don't think Jay is? No, Jay's not there. Beyonce is a significantly yeah. bigger artist than Jay Z. Is she the best singer of all time? No. Is Jay Z the best rapper of all time? Yeah, but a different thing. I, I just think that's amazing. That you, I don't think that. No, no, no. Not, I, I would agree with you. I'm just okay. saying, like, yeah. I've never, like, I think he's the best rapper of all time, but his wife, who's not the best singer of all time, is is a bigger star. She's arguably like in the, the short list of. She's definitely more iconic, but I'd say she's arguably in the, the short list of greatest performers. Perform oh, like entertainment artists. Uh huh. Okay, so so who else is up at that level? Michael Jackson. Okay, who else? 
uh, I would say Jamie Foxx, Eddie Murphy. Okay. Um. Hmm. I never. Hot take. I thought Purple Rain sucked the movie. So as much as people love Prince and I think that he's amazing at like playing all the instruments, I never saw it, man. Like. I'm not a Prince fan, but yeah, like, yeah, I, like I just I I I, I re- resign to the fact that like he is who he was because people say he was. But yeah, right. I, I didn't listen. It, it wasn't my time. It's Same. Probably closer to your time. But like you tried it and no, like <laughs> my corner say that's enough. <laughs> um, no, the truth is like I, it that's a very short list of people who I think that are that iconic. Is is, is Kanye that iconic? Yeah, he has to, be. has to be. I mean, think about it. He's a billionaire because he sold sneakers. With two different brands, he didn't. The Nike shit is more iconic. He he wouldn't have got the, the he wouldn't have got the Adidas shit if he didn't have the Nike shit. He would have because remember he had the Louis Vuitton thing before that. Like Kanye's, that's what I'm saying. Like even though we like the Air Yeezy one and two, those are great. He made his money with Adidas, but like I would say that the Nike stuff is more iconic. So he, but but either way, so like we're gonna we're gonna agree that Kanye reaches this this. Yeah, icon. he's definitely like an icon. He's definitely in that status. That's he's what? like Barack Obama. It's very few people that are at like this pinnacle level. He is one of those people. Yeah, and I just think that again, like, we went to, people. To have, fill, yeah, I was gonna say people filled Mercedes Benz Stadium to watch him stand in the middle of like an entire crowd and, and do nothing. Yeah. yeah, he like, had his Diddy Bop going the whole time. That's it. So I, playing I think, an unfinished album, bro. People were recording like verses the day that this thing dropped. So, so to me, right? Like that. That's that's why I say like, like you take this this idea of artistry. Like Drake is gonna drop his shit. It's gonna go platinum. It's it's gonna get all these plays and all this shit. And there's gonna be swearing on it and all this stuff. And it's like, I just have so much respect for what Kanye chooses to do. Like, he could easily be this person that puts out music that ascribes to what you expect him to do. I just think we've had a ton of music where the shit is different. And, and I appreciate that. Especially, like, especially growing. Being able to feel like you grew with someone's music. But instead of, like, debating, like, how good it is or how good it's not or who is an icon or whatever, like, to you, and of course my computer died, but it didn't, like, what are your favorite songs? Uh, oh, you're interviewing. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I'll yeah. be honest. We probably could go through that a lot. One of the problems that I had with it was certainly differentiating the different tracks from others. Mm. Like, I think the album hit for me once you got to Hurricane. Like, I, I really like the Weekend track. Yeah. Um, But after that, it was a lot of stuff, like, frankly, just, like, sort of blending together, <laughs> if I'm honest. So my, my critique on it, right? Well, listening to the leak shit, I'm like, yo, this shit got to be hard. Because... There's three parts in the song that got no verses. Beats dope, overlay's cool, no verse. Who's that verse gonna be? And then we get the final version, like no, the verse isn't there. So to me, like there's a lot of out of that hour and forty four, there's there's a couple places in each song where it's like, I should be hearing something right now. He needs his A and R to tell him like, nah, this ain't it. But you can't really tell Kanye no at this point. But then in the same in the same breath, like. There's got like maybe there's a reason for it. Like I, I look so just just straight up like all right. So Hurricane's cool. You like Hurricane? What else you like? Uh, what's the track with the locks? Uh, the praise praise Lord song. So I don't like the whole thing, but I do like uh, what the locks were saying, specifically Sheik and Jada. Um, I love that whole song. Like I think I think that's one of my favorite rap songs ever, dude. Be like oh wow, that's big praise. Be, like and maybe I'm crazy, just a little bit. But it's okay to be crazy sometimes. It's my favorite rap song right now, all time. Like, ask me in a month or a year or something like that. But like, what what he what he did with this album? Like, I think there's a lot of play, a lot of times where like God is just like in your face, right? And if you if you believe in God, if you're a Christian, you're like, yeah, this is my shit. Um, and there's other places where it's like it's not like that Lauren Hill joint, the Lauren Hill song, like believe what I say or what, what's it called? Um. Is she gearing up for an album release? Believe what I say. I don't know. Lauren, we, we've Lauren, heard more from Lauren Hill this year than we've to, heard in a long time. Lauren, I went to see Lauren Hill one time, and she was only a little late. But her band didn't look like her band, and it confused me. I was like, "Oh, Lauren's not performing yet because this can't possibly be her band." And then it was. I was, I was floored. She but just no, like, said, "You complain about my lateness." The, the "Believe What I Say" th- song, like 
there's no feature on that, right? And I, I like listen to the song, and I think like you know what it's about. You know what he says when he talks about belief and faith and all this stuff, but it's not overt, right? In other places, it is. So I, I think there's a reason that like he, there's no features on that song, right? I think there's something in that in the message of that song that's like it's it's his words, it's his perspective, and it's not drawn out. But then you look at something like Praise Lord, and I think it's I think it's so cool that he starts off talking about how like drugs have a have a grip on our community, and they're talking about how the devil has a grip on our community, and like we're each person is talking about like the things in our community that like hold us down, hold us back, all this kind of stuff. But people have been rapping that for a long time. I don't give him specific credit for that. I, Jay I, literally said on a song, "Niggas couldn't do nothing with me. They tried to put the devil on me. I'd have preferred the niggas squeeze the metal on me." Rumors of Lucifer, you don't know who to trust. Whole world want my demise. Turn the music up. Like you've literally heard people like that. In a we verse, respect. in a yeah. verse, in a verse. But, but, but this, this is, this is. But I can recite that verse. Cool. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it, I, I it's a different thing when you like. I, I would, I would press it though because like it's not one per. Like that's what I'm saying. Like it's not believe what I say. Where it's like him, like him giving his perspective. It's J Electronica, The Locks, Swiss Beats. Kanye, it's all these, it's, it's men, it's, it's a collective of men giving their perspective on like the things that are holding our community back. And then the whole song is called Praise Lord and it's like who needs Jesus, like who needs direction, who needs a figure, who needs like strength. And then you have a man coming on talking about how there's four generations in his family that don't know his father. Like I think that's, I, I think Jay's verse is dope. I think the fact that you can take men and collectively tell this story about how our community, as men that are just scattered, needs something more than like music that drags us down, needs something more than culture that will drag us down, needs something more than like our families and communities being torn apart, and, and show that with the Larry Hoover story. I think to me that was just really powerful, especially when I got to the end and I'm like, oh damn, like that's why it's a 12 minute song. It wasn't a 12 minute song, an accident. You could take you could have taken those verses and put those verses on other songs, but like that's the thing I love. That's that's the thing I really appreciate about Kanye is someone someone at the label was like, "Yo, this shit is too long," and he's like, "I don't give a fuck if it's too long. This is my shit." Someone at the label was like, "Nah, you, we can't have two of the same fucking songs just with a different with, with like one person like make up your mind." He's like, "Nah, I want both of them." Like, there's two versions of that song, right? So like to me, to me that's what's so dope about Kanye is that. Like, I we think I've seen that. Like, I, I think we, I think we look at that song in ten years, and we're like, "Damn, that was so much better than I than I realized when it came out." Okay. Or I'm wrong, you know. Like, or or fucking Kendrick shit come out next month, or Drake shit come out next week, and I'm like, "Oh, like, it was a cool two weeks, like waiting for a CD." It was a cool moment. But I, I've listened to this CD too many times, and I don't even think I've heard the whole thing. Like, I've listened to it. I don't know that I heard the whole CD yet. You're giving me white men can't jump vibes. Halfway there, man. You know, like you know why I'm saying that? Because you beat me in a game of one on one basketball. Nah, it, I swear it wasn't about that. There was a scene. <laughs> no, with, I know exactly. What you, yeah, Jimmy, I was gonna you, say. You yeah, can, yeah. You can you can listen to Jimmy, but, but you, you don't but hear. You, Jimmy. But you hear Jimmy, right? Like, and you had him sitting there, like, no, I hear Jimmy. I hear Jimmy. And he's like, no, you don't. And and Nick. I think I think that's what this is. Is like this is a CD to hear, right? And I think we get caught up in listening to Kanye. We get caught up listening to the provocative shit he says. We get caught up listening to his beats. Because it gets the people it going. It gets the people going. His beats get the people going. But I think that like this is something where like... I don't know. Okay. So, so the features. So the features. Who, I don't even care about the features. And here's right. why I'll say that. Right. Um, I think we gave Ye enough sort of uh, leeway for the episode. Um Final verdicts. I know you love the album. I, I think musically, like the arrangements and stuff are dope. I'm just not. I'm interested to see what we think about this in three weeks. Like, I want to let it breathe a little bit. And I guess in 2021, three weeks will be it. I, pr- I swear if I call you up, we'll probably have the same conversation, but the masses won't be listening to it the same way. Dude, like, I'm, so I'm, I'm just going to go through this real quick. Dude, so. Because I love you, I won't even cut this out. Don't even cut it out. So Donda Chant, that could have gone, but whatever. Like, I'm sure there was... I didn't like that. Jail is hard. Jay's, Jay's verse in Jail is hard. God Breathed is hard. 
Off the Grid is cool. That Off the Grid is kind of like older Kanye. Hurricane is Hurricane's dope and The Weeknd's great. Praise, like, I'm looking for a song I don't like. Jonah, okay, okay. The Junior shit is dope. The Playboy Cardi stuff. The Lauren Hill feature is, is hard. Like, I don't, I don't even see, I don't even know, like, 24 maybe I don't like. I don't know. So cool. You like the album. The album, the whole thing. You know, to me, it's like, someone walk into Meza. This happened to me last week. I'm in Meza. Doesn't matter. And someone's like, yo, is there a Kava around? I said, don't say that name around here. <laughs> don't say Kava in Meza. What the fuck are you doing? Don't do that. I don't do even that. think that people know what Meza is, man. <sighs> like, that's very But local. that, but when someone's like, someone next week is going to be like, oh. I know you love that place. That's why this is funny. Someone else is going to be like, yo, yo, Drake just dropped. Don't say Drake. Cut Get the out check. of here with this Drake. Cut the check. But it might be like, it, I might be that person. Yeah. Yeah. You got to rep. You got to rep for your people. You know what I'm saying? I'm more interested to hear Certified Lover Boy. Are we more excited about Certified Lover Boy or whenever Kendrick dropped? I'm more excited about Certified Lover Boy. Why? Uh, Kendrick doesn't make better music than Drake. Can Drake fail? Huh? Can Drake fail? Like, can this album fail? No. He's too big to fail at this point. <laughs> like, there's, what, what do you mean by that? That he's too big to fail? Yeah. Drake hops on everybody else's waves and adds a verse to it, and we always love him for it. So I, I just have a hard time seeing Drake actually fail because of that. What if Drake puts out a song praising God? <laughs> I don't think he'll do that because he's like, you know, fuck Kanye at this point, but... Like, yeah, that's where I'm I seeing mean, things. Like, my, my rap about it, Realm, hot take. I think it's going to be the album of the year. Low, not hot take, probably won't be. I'm going to go with that second one, bro. Yeah. So, um, I wish I would have stopped you maybe 15 minutes ago. You went into an interesting, like, uh, sort of discussion about, like, being a photographer and what it takes to be like creative and all of the things that go into it that is a great soundbite that i swear to god you need to put on your website because it basically encapsulates everything that you want your art to be Hmm. why are you here as an artist like what's the driving force that motivated you to quit a very high paying job sort of throw caution to the wind and outside of like the the sort of ancillary stuff where you got backup i don't care about that What made you say, like, this is what's right for me? Because if nothing has been taught to me uh, since the pandemic, while money is needed, money's not everything. Happiness is everything. Yeah. So chasing happiness, especially prior to the pandemic, what brought you to that moment? I think so. So reaction to the first thing, I think the idea of chasing happiness, like happiness is something that you are. Right. So if you chase something that you are like, you're always chasing Cause like you're chasing for something to be in the present moment of like you're never gonna, you're always there. You're never gonna get there. Um, I think the reason I wanted to be a photographer is uh, the power of storytelling. I think I look at, I can look at the power that an image has, and I can remember that Wings poster, right, with Jordan with the ball stretched mm-hmm. out. I probably had that picture in my room for like. 16 years like it's something that I saw every day like the that slam cover of Iverson in the in the Philadelphia jersey the blue joint with Mm -hmm. the afro and the and the headband on Mm -hmm. like I could sketch that picture out like I've seen it so many times it was in my room for years so to me it's like being able to create something that inspires people right and for me like it was always sports like I would see my idols and want to be them but like being able to see that is something that's very important right I think growing up in a place where like I was a minority and, and I was around a lot of people that did not look like me, I think I realized the power that like mass media has and like what you're seeing. So like as a father, like I want my kids to see images where they see themselves. Yeah. And I want to be able to create that and I want to be able to tell those stories. I want to be able to tell stories of our community. Uh, one of the dope things that we do out, out of the studio um, and I'm luck- I was lucky enough to open up a studio with, with some dope people. Uh, shout out to Dio, the art hype, um, Kosoko, and, um, and Thaddeus Pryor, Kanye's best, funny enough, right? That's his IG name. Um, we opened up a studio to impact our community. And in the last year, we've done a lot of things. One of the things we've done is this kids program. But <clears throat> to be able to have kids tell their story, tell their community story, I think is powerful. Um, one of the... One of the 
dopest pictures that the kids took this year is we went to the National Arboretum, and it was for this Juneteenth project. Yeah, I remember. I was supposed to come. You were, yeah, you were supposed to. You, but you showed up to other ones. Um, but, like, Elijah is sitting there taking pictures of water, right? Like, there's people all around, and he's just sitting there taking pictures of water at Golden Hour. And it's, like, to watch that, right? To watch... To watch a kid that is like outside of his community, to watch a kid that's experiencing things with people in his community in a safe way, take, taking pictures of water, those aren't images that we see of, 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 of young black boys in DC. You know what I mean? So being able to create something that, that is different, something that's inspiring and something that lifts people up, I think is pretty cool. It might be why I like this CD. Ooh, um one of the reasons why I appreciate you right it's that you have like sort of like this like large just like image of stuff and how things sort of fit in and how things will look good if you do these things in this kind of way um every single person that I've referred to you that you've worked with they all talk about the same thing one they're just like Jeremy talks a lot but he knows what he's talking about like I tell him, like, just trust him. I know you might think that you know something. He does this. Just trust him. Yeah. And all of them have come back and been like, that was a dope experience. I'm glad that I just, you know, let him do him. And I saw how it turned out. And it was really, really cool. Yeah. But I think at the same time, it's about having people around you where you see that, right? So, you know, <clears throat> my business partner, Dio, I've watched him work for for the last handful of years. And it's like how how you surround yourself with people that are really good and how you got, how everybody kind of lifts, lifts each other up. Um, and then how you, you're humble enough to understand what you need to improve on, right? Um, I had a mother and son come in and the mother was, uh, the son's like, I haven't had pictures with my mom in, in, I don't know, 10, 15 years, right? And I was, and he's like, we just want to do a simple sitting, like a simple mother-son picture. I'm like, but there's no story there, right? Um, so I had them bring in things that reminded them of each other. So he brought in a blanket that his grandmother made, and she brought in a bracelet that his, his grandmother gave her. And there's a long story about um, there's a long story about what happened during her pregnancy and and some troubles that her mom had, and her mom never being able to meet her her grandson, right? But it's like if you can give someone that kind of experience where there's there's a story that's attached to the to the experience, like it's all that much better. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I, I try to do fun things. I try to enjoy myself and then, you know, hopefully I can give people pictures that they keep on to for longer than an Instagram post. And, uh, and I consider myself successful. You know, my favorite photo that you took of me What's that. Um, and it was your idea. You wanted me to throw my microphone. <laughs> we were, uh, <laughs> in DC. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, yo. You should throw your microphone and I'm going to take a photo of it while the microphone is in the air and you're certainly letting it go. And it's just like, why the fuck would I do that? Like, I'm so scared that it's going to break. But I trusted you. So we had one person ready to catch the microphone <laughs> as we're going through the different takes to get the good take. And then you see, like, literally, I tossed the microphone up and you caught it where it's like literally like the microphone is like, you know, uh, vertical up got the photo you wanted and i don't remember which person caught it but the microphone was not damaged that day so you know trust me there's salute to 110 bucks that's still in my pocket uh there's been plenty of times where the things that have been thrown have not been caught that wasn't one of those signs yeah i'm very lucky for that no but i don't know man i just i'm happy that i think that you know you you said something about like um chasing being happy or something like that right mm -hmm. like i think one thing that i used to ask people all the time is you know what what what's your purpose like what's at the end of the day what's your purpose and are you doing it and the answer is always no it's like well, what's your purpose x y and z what are you doing i'm a computer engineer why cash rules everything around me facts but um, like we need both the, the, the truth of the matter is, and I think that what's been really important about the pandemic is that you realize there's more to life than working. Yeah. Like, that was a very American ideal that you worked all of your life to attain things. With the pandemic and the way that things are set up, now you think, 
I can have them all at the same time. I don't have to dedicate my life's work to this thing while still having these cool experiences and having life. Or, or conversely, like if you if you true if if you suck at what you do, I don't care what you do, you you're you're going to be a failure, right? Like you're not going to make money. There, there, I'm sure there's caveats, but for the most part, that's how it works. If you are good at what you do, you're going to make money. Like if you if you are the best at what you do, you're going to make money. And if you do something you're passionate about, it's a fuck ton easier than if you don't. So like to me, it's like if to me what the pandemic taught me is if you focus on doing what drives you and you focus on doing what like truly brings you joy, then the money will follow. And you just have to be patient and, and have enough faith that that's going to be the fact. Or see to the fact that you're crazy, but the former is probably better than the later. Agree. Yeah. Agree. That's all I got. I don't got nothing else. <laughs> well, bro, I really appreciate you coming through, um, especially on a short notice to come and record this with me. Uh, please, everybody, look my man up at jive.shot. Um, he's a really dope guy as yeah. a photographer and as a person. 10% discount when you put in the code, the rel. No, we don't give discounts out here. The price is the price. <laughs> Sorry, I'm that guy now. Like yeah, I right. used pay to my, pay me my bucks. Yeah, I used to really be like, no, I want a discount for my friends. I don't even. What's your price, bro? I'm gonna just pay that. Even my cousin with his expensive ass haircuts, as much as I love him, forty dollars for a regular cut. Like that's what we're on right now. But yo, shout shout out, yo. Yeah, I love him. Clean to death. cut. Shout out to clean cut. Clean. And I and I pay it. My, like, my, I don't my even guy complain. came. My guy came through the studio one time. I was like, yo, let me get a haircut. He's like, yeah, for sure. And and in my head, I knew what the haircut costs. When you go to him. And so he came and he's like, yeah, 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 you know, just throw me this money. I was like, oh, what? But then I did it because yeah, the, the shit was clean. And the, the price is the price. The price like, is the price. I'm Ooh. big on that. Yeah, we're out here to support. Black Black money is black money, baby. That's why, keep again, money in the family. I think at the top of the pod, I said I bought a $60 hoodie. I didn't ask you for a discount. Nope. I didn't, like, you said a 60 Here you go, bro. Like, but let me support. It's high quality, though. You know, it's Egyptian cotton. To be, to be honest, uh... I think that the screen print is amazing. So I'll give you, you credit for that. You wash it and it doesn't come off? Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, the screen shout, print's amazing. Like, and it's raised, like it's textured, all of yeah, that. Like, it's real cool. You, you, y'all can find them on our website. They'll be there soon. You hear this guy. Um, so, yeah. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Um, I say this or I end every episode saying the same thing. Uh, rappers on a ball. Ballers on a rap. My name is Darrell of the Real World. I just want a podcast. And hopefully we see you guys next week. Peace.